Hey, well, good morning, good evening, whatever part of the day it is for you, whatever part of the world that you are in, sending love to you all and your families. And uh, I think this is day 12, I think, of these daily devotionals. And here we still are. And uh, so I want to thank you for sticking on the journey or joining the journey of Today I Choose. And uh, yesterday we had all kinds of technical issues, but praying today there won't be any and this will be much more straightforward. But whichever way, we'll persevere and make sure it gets posted. Um, I want to kind of draw a spiritual analogy out of what many of us are doing right now in the natural because of the situations we find ourselves in. Um, I want to use the word today, simplify, over all of our worlds because I think there's never been an opportunity like now to begin to simplify some things that maybe have got complicated without us even realizing it. And it's just time and the space for a good old clear out, right? <clears throat> in the natural, many of us, by the way, my voice is going from all this talking, but <clears throat> I'm totally well, just so you know. I'm just a little sore in the throat. But today, um, many of us are in our homes and on lockdown and we've spent probably some of the time realizing I can actually get around to doing some of those jobs that I have been putting off for so long. And there's probably never been a spring where more people are actually spring cleaning. We are emptying out cupboards, we are pulling out drawers and we're like, finally, I'm gonna use this opportunity to actually bring some order into this chaos. We all have those cupboards, people. We all have those drawers that we always just drop things in and think one day I'll go and actually sort it out. But for now, it's my dropping place. It's the place where I put things that I don't know where else to put. You have the drawers, right? I know I do. And in this season, we're like pulling those drawers out and going, okay, it's now time to conquer you, that drawer of disorder. Well, I wanna ask and suggest that we actually have the same drawers in our life. We have those drawers in every area. We have relational drawers that are cluttered. We have emotional drawers that are overstuffed. We have drawers in our life and in our soul that we deposit things in on a regular basis with the mindset of, I'm pretty sure I shouldn't have dropped that off there, but I'll go back later and I'll clear it out. And later never comes. Well, all the excuses are removed because later is now. We now actually do have the space to begin to simplify some areas that are complicated, not because they need to be, but because we've allowed them to be. You know, we've got to remove the excuses, which right now have been removed for us because excuses are like kryptonite to our progress. And every time we use an excuse, we limit ourselves from the progress and the growth that God is inviting us into. There's a couple of places in the Bible where actually we see that actually be a reason why people cannot get on to the next season of life that is actually there awaiting them. There's a time when Jesus is going through the towns and he's teaching and he's ministering. And in Luke 9, it's recorded that people wanted to follow after Jesus. But as they begin to say what they want to do, they begin to give excuses for why they can't do it. They complicate what was the simple desire of their heart. It says, as Jesus walking along, a man said, I will follow you wherever you go, Jesus. But Jesus replied, foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. And then another man, he said to them, follow me. 
But the man replied to Jesus, Lord, first let me go and take care of my father. And Jesus said to him, no, you don't have time for that. Let the dead bury their own dead, but you've got to go proclaim the kingdom of God. And then another said, I want to follow you, Lord. But first, let me go back and take care of my family and say goodbye to my friends. And Jesus said, no, no one who's going to put their hand to the plow has time to look back. What Jesus was saying to all these people who in their heart said, I want to follow, in their heart said, I want to come wherever you go. He's saying to them, until you remove all these things that you're putting between your obedience and actually you've been able to do what it is you're saying you want to do, you can't come. Those excuses, those things that you are allowing to pop up and out of your mouth in this moment of an opportunity to respond are becoming the kryptonite to your progress. And so if you want to really follow me, you're going to have to simplify. You're going to have to simplify your world relationally. You're going to have to simplify your world responsibility-wise. You're going to have to simplify all the demands in order to follow the thing that you say you want to follow. Jesus was the most simple person. He came up to those disciples and he just used two words, follow me. It was not complicated. He was letting them know from the beginning, if you want to follow me, you literally have to get up and begin to obey and not allow things to tie you down and complicate you. Now, I know some of you are going, yeah, well, life's just not that simple, Charlotte. I have so many responsibilities. I have so many things I have to take care of. I understand. Me too. But I'm just letting you know, in all of those draws in our life, there are things that are overcomplicated and there are things that just need a really good sort out. So let's break it down. How do we begin to simplify what we've allowed to become so complex? Well, just like we do in the natural, we go one draw at a time. We open the drawer and I have a process. What in this drawer do I need to keep? What in this drawer doesn't even belong here and needs relocating somewhere else? And what in this drawer do I not need at all and needs to be released? I guarantee you in the drawer that I'm emptying at any time, there are things that are treasures to me, but there are also things that don't belong to me. Somebody dropped it off or left it on the sideboard or somebody left it in a different part of the house and it just ended up in the drawer. It needs to go back where it belongs. And there's some things that are in there that there is no rhyme or reason to. Old batteries or a broken piece of a toy or some piece of something that I think maybe one day I'll find the other part that makes sense of it. And the truth is I won't. So it's time to let it go. Exactly the same in the spiritual. What do you need to keep? What do you need to relocate? Because it doesn't belong to you. And actually, what do you need to let go? What in your emotional drawer do you need to hold on to? And what actually do you need to say? I don't need to hold this. It's not mine to hold. And what do you need to say? It is time for that thing to leave the drawer for good. I don't need to carry it. It's not mine. I don't need it anymore. It serves no purpose. It's time for us to simplify. Listen to this scripture that is found in 1 Corinthians 7. I'm reading it to you from the Message Bible, verse 29. I do want to point out, friends, that time is of the essence. There is no time to waste. So don't complicate your lives unnecessarily. Keep it simple. In marriage, in grief, in joy, in whatever circumstance, even in ordinary things, your daily routines, your shopping, and so on and so on. 
Deal as sparingly as possible with the things that the world thrusts on you. This world, as you see it, is on its way out. I want you to live as free of complications as possible. And it ends by saying this, I'm trying to be helpful and make it as easy as possible for you, not make things harder. All I want is for you to be able to develop a way of life in which you can spend plenty of time together with the master without all of those distractions. That sounds like good advice to me. It was advice being given to the church of how they simplified what had become overcomplicated in their following of Christ. And that applies to all of us. Listen, some of the giant problems in our life are going to be de dealt with by the simplifying of our life. There was a giant called Goliath but it was the simplicity of a young man named David, the simplicity of him saying, I can't wear someone else's armor. The simplicity of him saying, God delivered me from the bear and the lion. The simplicity of him saying, I'm good with my own uh, sling and these little stones. The, the problem was huge, but it, it was his simplification of the problem that allowed him to take aim and fire and bring down a giant in his life. How many times when we're facing giant situations do we complicate it? We put stuff on that we don't need to put on. We begin to take advice on that's not helpful. We try and carry stuff that doesn't belong to us. We add more things to our world thinking that will make the problem less. And so often what we need to do is go back to the basics and simplify. It's our simple faith. It's our simple truth. It's the actual simple power of the word of God that works in every scenario. We got to open every drawer and say, I am going to actually declutter some areas of my life. Let me help you again with reading some more scripture to you. In Isaiah 33, 15 to 16 in the Message Bible, it says this. The answer that you're looking for, it's simple. Live right, speak truth, despise exploitation, refuse bribes, reject violence, avoid evil amusement. This is how you raise your standard of living a safe and stable way to live, a nourishing, satisfying way to live. What's it saying? There's a way that we can live our lives with stability and with ease, but it's going to require from us some simplifying. How many voices do you really need in your life? Simplify. Choose the voice that speaks wisdom to you. Choose the voices that speak truth into you and begin to simplify the people that you lean into and the places where you listen from. How many times do we overcomplicate our world because we are looking at everybody else's world? We need to simplify what we focus on and simplify where we put our attention. How many times do we say what we didn't need to say because we overspeak and overwhelm ourselves with words that we just have to get out when the truth is we don't have to get them out. And we need to simplify our confession and simplify our speech. Jesus just spoke with simple truth. He spoke with simple words so that everybody could understand. He did not have a complicated faith to follow. Religion was complex, but Jesus was simple. I am the way, I am the truth, 
I am the life. That was pretty simple for those that needed to know where to go, where to look, and who to follow. So I'm asking us where in our lives have we made but overcomplicated some stuff? Today, let's start one draw at a time. Let's take a draw. You choose. Do you want to pull out your emotional draw and say, where are my emotions actually so complicated right now? And I need to actually say, what do I need to keep? What do I need to relocate? I don't need to be offended. I don't need to carry around that person's issue. I don't actually need to be bothered by the things that I've put in this drawer. What needs to be discarded and released and let go of? I'm telling you, you're gonna find freedom because you're gonna start to simplify what you have been overwhelmed with. The Bible tells us what to think about. It tells us what to focus on. The Bible's trying to help you simplify. Here's a checklist. Philippians 4, 6, this is the Amplified. Do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, let's simplify, because anxiety complicates. You worry about what you don't need to worry about. You add problems to problems. But when you simplify, it says this, but in everything, every circumstance, every situation, by prayer and petition and with thanksgiving, continue to make your requests known to God. That's where you first simplify the conversation. And the peace of God, the peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus is yours. Finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute, if there is any excellence, anything worthy of praise, think on these things, center your mind on them, implant them in your heart, because these things are going to give you peace and well-being. Simplify today. Simplify your thinking. Simplify your speaking. Simplify your actions. And you're going to find after this season, just like when you clear out a drawer, you're going to discover, you you know, how many times have you said, there's just no space. But after you've cleared out, you realize I had space all along. I had space all along to be creative. I had space all along to be still. I had space all along to think on these things. I just allowed my life to get stuffed and overcomplicated. Empty the drawers. Take out the stuff that doesn't belong and begin to simplify. I'm excited to see what happens in this season, not just of clearing out in the natural, but simplifying some draws inside our life. Choose a draw today. Maybe it's your relational draw, simplify. Emotional draw, simplify. Your health draw, simplify. Your faith draw, simplify. Whichever draw you choose, start there and start with that whole principle of what am I keeping? What am I holding on to? What is the good here? What am I saying? That doesn't even belong to me. And I need to relocate that to somewhere else. And what actually in that drawer do you need to say? Bye-bye. I don't need you anymore. It is time for me to move you out because I need the space that you have been taking up for something that's going to build my life in this season. So today, I choose to simplify. You can do it. Yes, you can. Love you. Have a great day clearing out those drawers. Can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Bye.